Hey, fellow Mathers, before we get into this episode, we want to share with you how you can get access to free content, professional learning that will keep your students engaged and doing the math that matters. Get ready to go to this link, mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. That's right. Registration is open for the free Math is Figure Outable challenge that's starting May 15th and runs to the 17th at 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have three nights jam-packed with learning and routines that you can take straight to your classroom. In these challenges, we have a great time. We do some math, talk about classroom experiences, give away super cool bonuses and prizes. You won't just walk away with routines that are naturally engaging and encourage your students to think mathematically. You'll also have a chance to win over 6 k worth in prizes, including a few virtual PD sessions for your school. I'll be joined by my wonderful co-host, Kim, and special guest, Jenna Labe. You can register at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge for a fantastic learning experience. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Now on to the show. Hey, fellow mathematicians. Welcome to the podcast where math is figureoutable. I'm Pam. <laughs> I totally spaced out. And you're Kim. I'm still Kim. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And y'all, you found a place where we're a little punch happy here, uh, where math is not about memorizing and mimicking, waiting to be told or shown what to do, but it's about making sense of problems, noticing patterns and reasoning using mathematical relationships and laughing when appropriate. We can mentor students to think and reason like mathematicians. (laughs) Not only are algorithms not particularly helpful in teaching mathematics, but rotely repeating steps isn't fun and actually keeps students from being the mathematicians they can be. Hey, Kim. Hi. Guess what? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> we're we're going to talk fractions again today. I love, I love fractions. Not you as much do. as percents, but I really do like fractions. You know, it's funny because when I first met you, I think you said something like, oh, I really prefer percents. But the more I worked with you, I was like, you really love fractions. Like, I know yeah. you love, like, you love percents more, but that doesn't mean you like fractions any less. Like, no. Yeah, you like fractions. It's good. Fractions are yeah. good. I, I fractions are friends. Uh, I hear you have some strings for me today. Yes, let's yeah. let's string. So everybody, yeah. pick up your pencil, pen, yeah, whatever yeah. your oh, favorite you said writing. First. Well, I said whatever your favorite <laughs> writing utensil is. Who was just telling me they were going to send me a box of mechanical pencils? Um, <laughs> haven't gotten it. You will no. hate those. Don't do it. <laughs> if I'm going to, I tell you what, if I'm going to do it, it will be mechanical. It will not be. Mm. Do you actually own any Ticonderogas? I do. Okay. I do. But none okay. of them are sharp. That's I'll, I, I t- I'll tell you what, when my kids were in school, we had this really, really nice pencil sharpener. Mm-hmm. And so we always had sharp Ticonderogas around mm-hmm. and that made it doable. And I don't know what happened to the pencil sharpener. I honestly Sounds don't. like you need a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like somebody should have gotten me one for Christmas. No, it's I'll put it on next year's list. Okay, here we go. Ready? Kim. Yep. What is one half of 36? That'd be 18. And how do you know? I know. Um, do you just know half of 36? Yeah. Okay. Could... Could you, if a kid was sure. like... Sure. Half of 30 and half of six. So okay. half of 30 is 15 and half of six is three. Cool. Good enough. Um, or you could do over half of 40. Oh. And then back up half of four. Nice. Wait, half of 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to think for a second. That'd be okay. 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 What is one fourth of 36? That would be nine because... Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
half, uh, one fourth is half of a half. And so um, half of the 18, which was half of 36, um, gives me nine. So we could think about a fourth of something as half of the half. Yeah. Of that thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, is there an other, another way that you might think about one fourth of 36? I mean, I could I could divide 36 by four. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 36 divided by four is nine. Yeah. And if you know four times nine and you're thinking yep. about 36 divided by four, that can be cool. Sure. So, so kind of two different ways to mm-hmm. find a fourth. You can divide by four, but you can also think of half a half. Yep. Cool. What is three fourths of 36? Three one fourths of 36. Yeah. Um, if one fourth was uh, 36 was nine, then three one fourths is three times nine. So that's 27. Cool. I have confidence you have an over strategy for that one in you somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I could. <laughs> four fourths of 36 is 36. So I want a fourth of 36 less than that. And you just asked me one fourth of 36, which was nine. So 36 minus nine is 27. Bam. So you can think of three fourths as three one fourths. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could also back up a fourth from four fourths. Yep. Nice. What is one third of 36? <laughs> yes. It's a dozen eggs. <laughs> oh, okay. um, it's 12. <laughs> Do you buy eggs in 36? And No, but sometimes we buy three 12s. Ah. The, the, the big ones don't fit in the fridge well, but we can stack three dozen. Okay. Um, and so if my whole amount is all the 36 eggs, then a third of them would be 12 eggs. Cool. And so are, you're thinking about 36 divided by three a little bit, yep. kind of? Yep. And three times 12 is 36. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else? I, I, I'm just curious. I don't know that I do. Um, a third of 30 and a third of six. Ah, yeah. Okay. A little partial. Mm-hmm. Questions there? All right. How about two thirds of 36? Um, that's just 24. So if you could have two one thirds. Okay. So two twelves. Or mm-hmm. if you want me to do, go over, then I could say all of it would be 36. That's three thirds. And back the one third that you just asked me. So 36 minus 12. Is also 24. Cool. Mm-hmm. How about one sixth of 36? Oh, that's six. How do you know? Um, because six times six is 36. Bam. Mm-hmm. Um, is there an, a relationship between any of the other ones we've done? I have them all written down. I don't know if you were writing them down. I um, did. I did. Okay. Down. Um, so I could get from one third to one sixth uh, by dividing in half. So a sixth is a half of a third. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so six is half of 12. Nice. Nice. Um We'll see if there's any other. Yeah. Um, I could go back to a a half of 36. Uh It's kind of like backwards of what I just said. Uh, One third of a half is one six. So 18 divided by three is six. Cool. And how do you know a third of a half is a sixth? Say it out loud, Kim. Um, (laughs) So if I have a half of something and I want 
a sixth of them, then I have to cut each one of those halves in two thirds. Nice. And I'm actually picturing fraction bars. If I had mm-hmm. a bar and mm-hmm. I wanted to cut it into halves, thirds, sixths, to cut it into sixths, I could do it two ways. I could I could fold it in half and then fold that into three. That Once it's in half, fold that into thirds. And when I unfold it, like you just said, each of those halves would be in three pieces. Mm-hmm. And so that would give me six. So that's uh, a half split uh, divided by three. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could also have folded the first original one into thirds, kind of that, you know, as your sort of jury rig it until it's mm-hmm. like equal in their thirds and then cut that in half. So half of a third is a sixth or a third of a half is a sixth. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. What if I wanted five sixths of 36? I can't say sixth without spitting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody can. <laughs> um, six sixth is 36. So I'm going to go back a sixth, uh, which is those six uh, eggs in my mind still. So mm. 36 minus six is 30. So five sixths of 36 is 30. Cool. Mm-hmm. Can you also think about it as five one sixths of 30? Oh, yeah, yeah. Scale up from one. So that'd be six times five. Yeah. So one sixth. Uh-huh. Sorry, go ahead. Um, one sixth is six. One sixth of 36 is six. So I need five one sixth. So I'm scaling it by five. So because, six times five. Yeah. Nice, nice. Because five sixth is five one sixth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, almost done. What is one twelfth of 36? One twelfth of 36. Um. I went back to one sixth of 36 and I know it's going to be half as much as that. So that's going to make it three. Half of a sixth is a 12. Nice. Nice. Got anything else for a 12th of 36? I like the half of a sixth. I like it a lot. Yeah. um, If I go from a third to a 12th, then I'm divided by four. So I could, uh, on the other side of my, what I'm writing down, could be 12 divided by four, which is three. three. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Half to 12 <laughs> is divided by six. 18, 18 divided by six. Divided cool, by six. cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. How about from a fourth? You could go from a fourth to a 12th divided by three. Nice. So nine divided by three, so... And what if you didn't have any of those? And I just said one twelfth of 36. You have then I could do them. 36 divided by 12. And that's also three. Cool. Last question. Uh-huh. 11 twelfths of 36. 11 twelfths of 36. 12 twelfths is 36. So 11 twelfths is three less than that. So 33. Nice. Nice over. Mm-hmm. to think about 11 twelfths. You could also have thought about 11 one twelfths, right? Yeah, and that's not bad because it's 11, so three mm. times 11, but sometimes scaling up that much is can be funky. Yeah, and we would probably do the um, scaling times the unit fraction first, but yeah. um, today we thought we would kind of do the a little bit of both, yeah. scaling the unit fraction, but um, also backing up just that one unit fraction from the whole to get yeah. things like three-fourths, two-thirds, five-sixths, and eleven-twelfths. All of those were one unit fraction away from the whole. So purposeful ordering of of problems in a string. Yeah, nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, So I knew we were going to talk about operator um, today, 
Um, and well, and, and you're saying that. String, let, but... let me actually just say that for just a second. Sorry for interrupting. So that idea of thinking about um, one fourth of something, three fourths of something, one twelfth of something is kind of treating fractions as operators. And that is one way, it's one of the five interpretations of rational numbers that we uh, need to help students deal with and uh, have experience with. And so yeah. we could do a problem string like we just did to help students really think about this operator meaning of mm -hmm. fractions. And then Kim, yeah. go ahead. You want to talk yeah, about sorry. how yeah, you yeah. did something just the other day with it. Um, yeah, not too long ago, um, I did a string similar to this um, in a fourth grade class. Um, and just, just to see, you know, like what, what could happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the string was half of 16, no problem. Um, and then we did one fourth of 16, mm -hmm. um, also fine. And then they asked them three fourths of 16. And what I realized as they were kind of fumbling around about it is that it wasn't the operator meaning of fractions that they were having some difficulty with. And it wasn't necessarily um, thinking about multiplication. The struggles were absolutely knowing that three-fourths was three-one-fourths. Mm. Um, and I know they had done some work with fractions and, you know, there was probably some assumption on my part because I hadn't been in the classroom before. Um but we definitely needed unit fractions, like we had talked about in the in some of the other less uh, some of the other podcasts we've done. Mm -hmm. That in order to do some of this work, uh, kids have to really make sense of three fourths, not as three out of four, but as a scaled up from one fourth. So I think there's it, it just occurred to me in that moment that there was a lot of um, I don't know if it was missed opportunity or just not not knowing what the kids uh, knew or didn't know at that time, but. You know, we are saying here on the podcast, three-fourths and three-one-fourths, um, but it was incredibly challenging to attempt to do this particular string because they did not see three-fourths as three-one-fourths. And so then the next the next thing I did was one-eighth, not so much of a problem, but they didn't see that that was um, 16 divided by eight. Uh, sorry, 16. Yeah, 16 divided yeah. by eight. So yeah. they didn't, were, you know, we're kind of like cutting things apart and seeing what they could find. But then again, when we got to three eighths, um, just, it was, it felt like a whole brand new problem. Um, they weren't so able to, they weren't able to, once they, once they had once fussed around with one eighth of yeah. 16 and they found that was two, they couldn't then use that to think about three of those one eighths. Yeah. And so some of the precursor work Yet. of knowing, knowing um, non-unit fractions from unit fractions was something that I made a suggestion um, with the teacher that they could continue to work on because some of this operator meaning stuff that we're doing has everything to do with scaling up from the unit fraction. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so I just, you know, I knew that we were going to do this operator meaning of fractions and, you know, I wanted to just share some of the challenges that I had had mm -hmm. and some of the work that, you know, I feel like can be done in order to make this string that you and I did um, more successful. Yeah. So if students have only ever had a part whole, uh, they've only worked with fractions as a part whole representation. And so mm -hmm. they're looking at a problem like three eighths of 16. They're like three, one, two, three out of eight, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight of 16. Ah, like yeah. it, that, 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 that we need the multiplicative relationship 
uh, thinking about three one eighths, like you kept saying, like scaling that unit fraction three one eighths, the unit fraction of one eighth. If I know that's two one eighth of sixteen is two, then I can scale that multiplicatively, and that's another example of how fractions really are multiplicative in their nature. Yeah. And then they're not only multiplicative, three one-eighths, that's multiplicative, but then three-eighths of 16 is really proportional. And yeah. we're really dealing with three-eighths is a, is a proportional relationship of 16. And we can get at it as sort of breaking it into that multiplicative thing. Yeah, nice. Um, that doesn't mean that the work that you did that day was all for naught, right? Like no. That, it was oh my brilliant gosh, we work. had the best conversations. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's what happens, right? You go in sometimes with a goal in mind, especially if you're walking, you know, if, if you're an interventionist or coach or teacher. leader, or, yeah, mm-hmm. in any of those kinds of situations, you're walking in, sometimes having a conversation with the teacher ahead of time and having different um, understandings of what it might look like to say my my kids know unit fractions or, but then sometimes, you know, you, you just make assumptions about a, a class um, and you get to take it into a different place. So it's, that's why, you know, it's super important uh, that you know the terrain and you know all the um, important bits of mathematics around the thing that you're doing because I was able to then say, okay, we're not going to do this kind of over thing. We're going to now simply work on what is two-thirds as it relates to one-third. What is four-fifths as it relates to one-fifth? Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of your mantra, know your content, know your kids. Mm. In that instance where you're a guest teacher and you cannot know the kids, at, at least at the, you know, your, your goal is to get to know them as much as you can in the conversation. Yeah. Then it's so important to know the terrain so that yeah. you can shuck and jive with them as yeah. you get to know them. Yeah, it definitely absolutely. makes it more challenging. Yeah. Cool. All right, Kim, let's end with a different um, problem string that has okay. a different sort of slant on this idea of an operator meaning of fractions. What does it mean to treat fractions okay. kind of as operators? A little bit of a different slant. So first problem, if I said one fifth of a number, some random number, one fifth of that number is eight. One fifth of the number is eight. If that's true, what's two fifths of that number? Maybe pause just a second so people can think. If one fifth of a number is eight, what's two fifths of that same number? Um, That would be 16. How do you know? Um, Because I'm just doubling the amount that you first asked about. So I'm going from one fifth to two fifths, two one fifths. So eight times two is 16. So you just didn't even figure out the number. You just were like, well, oh, I was I supposed if... to figure out the number? No, no, okay. no. I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> acknowledging. I'm acknowledging that okay. you're like, well, if one fifth of whatever it is, is eight and you're just asking me for two of those. Yeah. Ah, well then it's just two of eight to 16. Is that yeah. kind of how you were thinking? Um, yes. Cool. What if I said, a fifth of a number could be a different number. could be the same number. What if a fifth of a number is eight? What's four fifths of that number? Well, it's going to be the same number. Uh, and so, but I'm still going to scale. So from one fifth to four fifths is, it's going to be times four. Mm-hmm. So eight times four is 32. Cool. I'm a little curious. The first problem we said two fifths was 16. Could you scale from that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> So you could double the 16 to get a four fifth, two fifths yep. to four fifths. Cool. Um, if one fifth of the number is eight, what's one tenth of the number? Um, it's going to be four because a tenth is one half of one fifth. We know a fifth is eight. We know a fifth is eight and a yep. tenth is a half of a fifth and half of that eight is four. So you're saying a tenth of the number is four? Um, 
Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I had to think about what you asked. I just kind of said it backwards. Um, okay. So next question. If a fifth of the number is eight, same scenario, what's nine tenths of the number? Nine tenths. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you just asked me one tenth and uh-huh. that was four. Mm-hmm. So nine tenths is going to be 36. Because? Um, because I could scale up times nine. Mm-hmm. But also I'm thinking about if one-tenth is four, then ten-tenths would be 40. I think it's the first time that I thought about what, because I wanted to go over here. So it was the first time I considered what the whole amount was so that ah. then I could back up from it. And so if the whole is 40, yeah, one-tenth of that's four, mm-hmm. nine-tenths is four back but, from 40? Uh-huh. And that's a, another way of getting the 36. Yep. Let's back up, actually, if you don't mind. Now sure. that you think the whole is 40. Yep. Um, I had asked you if one-fifth of the number is eight, what's two-fifths of the number? Does that, uh, knowing that the whole is 40, like finding two-fifths of 40, does that make you? No, I don't love that. I would yeah. still want to scale up. Still want to just scale from the one-fifth to the two-fifths. Yeah. Uh, how about the four-fifths? When I said four-fifths. No, I like, the, I like scaling better. Just scaling. Cool. Um I wonder if the four fifths for me might have been if I know five fifths is forty. Yeah. And and we started with one fifth was eight, then I could back up the eight from the forty to get the yeah. thirty two. I just don't think fifths. I yeah, I think for whatever reason I didn't I didn't necessarily think of going five fifths and back a fifth to get to four fifths. Yeah. But you did when why. it was the, yeah. the, the nine tenths kind of yeah. Yeah. I don't and, know why. and so is it is it bad or, or horrible. I, you know, I'm bad. <laughs> or, or are we just, are we just being flexible? We're just yeah. like, what are we thinking about? And yeah. Kind of go from that. All right. So the last question of the string is if one fifth of the number is eight, what's the number? <laughs> so yeah, 40. And your idea found out that it was 40. Yeah. Cool. So that's different problem string. That kind uh, yeah, of gets... I don't know that we've done one of those. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, I have a bunch of those in uh, lessons activities for building powerful numeracy. Oh, good to know. Um, yeah, that we're, uh, it's a different way of kind of working on um, both operator meaning and the scaling idea that if you've got one fifth, then how can you find two fifths? And if you've yeah. got one fifth, how can you find one tenth? What's the relationship between a fifth and a tenth? Yeah. yeah very nice. Cool. Very nice. All right. So, um, you know, I wasn't going to share a review, but I think we have a little bit of time. So oh, okay. this is super short. Um, mm-hmm. And it says... Great for experienced educators who love teaching math. That's the title. I like when the title is uh, like also something fun. That's cool. That's um, a great title. I, yeah. I um, can't even read the jumble of the letters. So I'm you mean, sorry. You mean the person's handle? Is, yes. Is sorry. Crazy. Sorry. But um, this says awesome content presented in ways that inspire and clarify. I like Aww. the clarifying, right? So I sure hope nice. we've done that today. Hope uh, hope everybody, everybody enjoyed listening in as we talk more about fractions. Hey, and let me just maybe say thank you so much for the review, um, person with lots of letters and stuff in your name. Um, it says great for experienced educators who love teaching math. I mean, I think it's good Anybody. for inexperienced educators too. And not educators. We, we've had lots oh, of yeah. moms and Parents dads. And all and the things. For anybody. Math's for everybody. But we sure appreciate the five stars and the review um, that helps other people find the podcast because we are trying to spread that word. Y'all, thank you for tuning in and teaching more and more real math. To find out more about the Math is Figureoutable movement, visit mathisfigureoutable.com. Let's keep spreading the word that math is figureoutable. Thank you for listening and making math more figureoutable.
To learn even more, make sure you register for our free challenge at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. You are not going to want to miss the evenings of May 15th through 17th, starting at 7 p.m. Central. Math teaching, math teaching, go register now. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Join us to make math more and more figure outable. And if you can't join live, register and we'll send you access to the recordings. We'll see you there.